Want to know why your interiors or images don't look like the ones you see on your favorite social media feeds? What if I said I could let you know and show you what's missing and how to transform your spaces with clarity and confidence? The truth is creating beautiful interiors is simple when you know the right strategies, but most people go about it the wrong way. This is why I created the Styling Masterclass. It's the only program that simplifies the art and science of styling, giving you the clarity and confidence to take your interiors to the next level and attract your dream customers or clients so you can make your creative dreams finally possible. This is for you if you're an interior designer or photographer, have an Airbnb, a homeware shop or e-commerce business, and you want your interiors to look like the ones you see in your favorite books, magazines or Instagram accounts. Come learn how to style using my signature method so you can elevate any interior and create compelling imagery, which is your most effective marketing tool if you're selling a product or service in the world of interiors. Any successful business owner knows that styling is your secret weapon to cut through the visual noise, stand out from the crowd and grow your business. Styling is something that you don't want to leave to chance. In today's world, images are everything. This is why leading interior designers and architects always use stylists to finesse their spaces for photography to make sure they've got incredible imagery that they can use for their socials and website. Come learn how to make styling not only an essential element, an easy way to create content for your socials and website, but learn how it can propel the growth of your creative business. If you're serious about creating beautiful interiors and a business you love without struggling in obscurity, this is the program for you. I'm going to share my process and give insights that you're not going to get anywhere else because I've been working as a professional interior stylist for the past 15 years. The Styling Masterclass will give you that clarity and confidence you need to take action and connect with your dream customer or client so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. It's been a mix of personal, business, family, everything in between. Um, but I do find it was actually really lovely to reflect on the year. You know, there's been some massive, massive challenges um, and, you know, some really beautiful moments as well. And, um, you know, we, we never know what, what the next day is going to bring. And I always think that, you know, we've just got to make the most of every day, make the most of this life, this beautiful life that we've all so fortunate to have. Welcome to Imprint a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello everyone and welcome to Imprint. 
This is the final episode for 2023 and I thought it was an opportune time to reflect on some of the biggest lessons that I've learned in this year and every year brings many lessons and I'm going to be sharing a few both from you know my personal life as well as from my professional life and a few other little bits in between. So there's quite a few being 23 lessons from 2023. So I'm going to get straight into it. And I hope that, um, that you find some value in this, that this is either has you nodding your head in agreement or otherwise they're kind of little red flags for you to think, yep, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be aware of that. So the first one is the importance of rest. And this is because over the summer holidays, uh, every year, my family and I, we, go for the past five or so years. We've gone on a family caravan trip and we've just got this really old vintage caravan. We go down the east coast of Australia for usually for about eight hours because that's where my mom is based and then we slowly work our way back up and that's what we did at the end of last year, the beginning of 2023. And I was just looking over old photos to kind of rejog my memory for this episode and Oh my gosh, it just, it was such a beautiful experience. It is such a simple way to holiday as a family. And yet we just all enjoy it so much. It really is about getting back to basics, living simply in the caravan, living only with what we need, going to the beach every day. Uh, the children, you know, we stopped in Bellingen for those of you who know New South Wales and the kids you know, went to the different water holes, had so much fun, great food. And it was just a really great reset for the start of the year. So again, it's just that the importance of rest. And I think just, I guess, a little caveat to that and a little addition to that is as well as just having that kind of connection with family. And also it doesn't need to be expensive. I mean, that those kind of holidays, they're so, you know, basic, but like there's just so much joy in them. The second lesson was when I then came back to Byron and walked basically straight back onto a construction site at HQ for Imprint House and quickly felt both excited and a bit frustrated and overwhelmed all at the same time. Before Christmas, we had Tyler's uh, install tiles upstairs. And when I went to view another project, to go and check out some uh, natural lime finish for walls with the um, the applicator. He recommended I go and check out another project where he was working to have a look at some colors. And I saw the tiles that had been laid at this other project and I thought that is what I wanted them to look like. And I felt so frustrated and it wasn't really, it wasn't the tiler. I mean, I just supplied them, but it was frustrating that you just can never assume. And so that was my big lesson for that was never assume because you just went, you've got to just double check everything when it comes to a renovation and you can't assume that everything is going to be uniform. You've got to ask the questions. Number three was then don't sweat the small things. I feel like almost every lesson, there's going to be a counter lesson for it. And ultimately, um, as with so many things in a renovation, it can be really frustrating at times and disappointing when you see something and you think that's not how I wanted it to look or that's, you know, not ultimately what I would have chosen. But 
when it's all finished and, you know, weeks and months later, and even sometimes years later, you just, it's not that important. And so my encouragement would be to you, if you are about to do a renovation or take on a project is to not sweat the small stuff. It really isn't that important in the end. And, um, you know, you'll get over it. It's fine. The fourth lesson was, it was a big one and it was a hard one. Um, and the lesson is to, to don't wait. So before Christmas, so at the end of 2022, I was getting some updates in relation to my dad who was sick. He was in the UK. I was in Australia, you know, a huge distance in between us. And it was really hard because of time differences, because he was in a hospital and I didn't even know which hospital he was. There was a bit of a disconnect with communication. And so I was hearing things third hand through my brother who was hearing it via like a Facebook messenger app or something along those lines. And, um, and I just didn't know, I didn't know how sick he was. I ended up tracking him down to a hospital and, um, just kind of guesswork, really a bit of detective work. And I managed to speak to him and, um, eventually then my brother and I decided to fly to go and see him. But by the time I had arrived, he had passed. So it was, it was really hard. So, you know, don't wait if, you know, if you're, if you're not certain, just, just go and do it, go and see those people that you love. <sighs> Sorry. Um, so the fifth lesson is that, I mean, it's kind of a counter to this is that stuff just doesn't matter. So after I got back and, um, one of the reasons that I was kind of holding off was because, um, my, my youngest son, it was his first day at, um, in primary school. And I really wanted to be there for his first day. And they have this really big ceremony at the school. And, you know, these things are so hard where, where you're having to make these decisions. But anyway, when I got back, um, my, my husband, he, and, and I, we spoke, I mean, this is kind of unrelated in a way, but we decided to have this big clear out of, um, our shed it was just, it's basically like my husband's space. It's a workshop. This is where we store the others, oh, right? That the, the old lawnmower died, you know, as the, the way that these things happen is that the old lawnmower died. And, um, and so, you know, we had to make space for this new lawnmower and they're very expensive because they, you know, like they're sort of like these big ride on things. So we wanted to house it properly in the, the shed. And so we had to create space because the one that had been the shed is now where I'm currently recording this podcast and we transformed into the studio. So we had to have this big clear out of the, um, of, uh, Daniel's workshop and shed. And, um, and it just, it was that kind of moment of, you know, none of this stuff matters. Like we hold on to so much stuff and it's stuff that just weighs you down and it really just doesn't matter. And I, I didn't, actually write, make a note of this, but later on in the year, we went to go and visit my stepfather and he had his own shed full of stuff that he'd collected literally over like, you know, 60 years. And, um, and, you know, again, he was just letting go of all this stuff and we just carry all this stuff with us from house to house and place to place and sometimes country to country. And it just, none of it matters. It really doesn't. So um, one of the silver linings of all of that was that our children helped. And I, I really, 
like the fact that they got to see and experience, you know, us going through this process and and letting go of stuff. Because I feel like that was a really important lesson for them to see and for us to be an example of that. Shortly after that, I had my Instagram account hacked. And so my big lesson from that is don't rely on Instagram in terms of creating a community to connecting with your, you know, your audience or your people who, um, you know, or who follow what you do and potential customers and clients and all of those kind of things. Um, you really don't want to rely on Instagram if you've got a business and it was quite a process to get through. If you ever have that happen, I have recorded on, um, my notebook exactly the steps to how I got that account back. So I know that I get asked this all the time. So just sharing that with you. Um, but don't rely on Instagram. The, the next lesson that I learned was that this was a good lesson about leveraging what you know. And when I got back, I was, I'd been in talks for a long time with working with my friend Courtney Adamo we had been speaking about our respective experiences, renovating different spaces. And we'd been talking about for a while, you know, like we really wish we'd le- learned so many of the lessons earlier and thought it might be really helpful to create some kind of online course where other people could learn, you know, these lessons that we had and we could assemble it all in a, like a really clear roadmap of what you needed to know to be able to renovate your place with confidence. And, and that process just flowed so well. So that would be my encouragement for you is that, you know, you don't, um, you don't have to like reinvent the wheel. Like if you know how to do something, and you know how to do it well, there's so much leverage that comes off that. And, um, you know, it was a really great experience. Number nine is that, and this is just a little one, but as I was looking through my photos, I found photos of these beautiful, um, travertine sinks that I sourced in Turkey. And I thought, you know, it's incredible. Like it's never been easier to source beautiful objects for your home. And it's just, I think it's one of the benefits of, you know, all the online shopping and all of the access that we have these days. And, and so, you know, take that opportunity, take that opportunity to go and find beautiful things for your home. You don't have to always go for, you know, the stock standard options and you can really create these beautiful experiences in your spaces. Number 10 is that connecting with community really feels good. Around Easter time, we decided to have some people over. We, I don't know if you've ever had this experience. I guess it's because of lockdowns and all of the things that went on with COVID. But even though that happened uh, like a year or so after I arrived here, I had been working on a book when we initially moved into this house and it was coming up to our fifth year of living in this house and feeling like, gosh, we really haven't had, you know, people over, like we'd had friends over for dinner, but not like a kind of a party or a celebration or a big gathering. And we used to do that all the time. And so we just put out a call and invited a bunch of people that we know, um, other like local business owners that we're friends with and a whole bunch of friends Uh, through school and the parents. And it was, it was so good. It was so much fun. And it just, it really was that beautiful experience of seeing how many people knew each other and sort of connecting everyone. And it was, I just loved it. I really loved it. And so we hope to do more of that. Number 11 is to follow your bliss. So 
around that time or shortly after that time, sometimes I just get these moments where I'm like, I just get inspired, inspired to run outside and, and go foraging. And I did this and I created this, um, or a little reel about it. My husband had sort of taken a little video of me as I was coming into the house, carrying the branches. And, um, and it was one of those moments of I'm like, are people going to think I'm crazy doing this, you know, bringing basically a tree inside the house. And, um, which makes me think of actually the, um, book by, uh, gosh, I just can't think of her name right now, but, uh, anyway, she's got a book called literally a tree in the house. And, um, and so that was what I did. And it was funny that connected so much with people. And also I had, um, I had another little video that I did that's gone completely viral. It's had like two and a half million plays on TikTok for Imprint House. We shared it there. And it, um, it was just me styling the hallway in my house. And I look at it, I'm like, I actually think it's nothing that special, but it's just, I find it fascinating. What is it the thing that connects with people? And, and also, I mean, that did so well. And then we reposted it under my name, um, on, on my account on TikTok and didn't do as well. So it just goes to show that it's, it was the same content. I think that the audio might've been slightly differently. So it just goes to show how the algorithm works. But the, the point of the story is that, and the lesson was just to follow your bliss. You know, sometimes you do things and they don't necessarily make sense, but, um, they can reap rewards. Number 12 is really to focus on making memories. So a little bit later, oh gosh, this must have been after, after Easter, we went down to Tasmania and we did a trip. We stayed at a place that we had stayed before. It was, um, I think seven mile beach. And we just, I just really love those trips that we have with our family. We go down there to go and see my mother-in-law, you know, and obviously it's really nice to see family down there. The children went to um, where she grew up and the forest where Daniel used to play as a child. And we sat and had a sauna. Um, it's a typical Finnish sauna. And so it was great for the children to have that experience. And just really, I just love making memories in that kind of way. Um, and we also got to stay in a mid-century um, modern house in Hobart. And again, I just, I love travel. I love that opportunity to you know, step outside your bubble and experience different spaces and experience different ways of living. And um, yeah, I just really love that. Number 13 is to celebrate your wins. This, I've recorded a podcast. Um, I think it would have been before this one. I've just done a whole uh, batch. It might have even just been the one prior to this. And this idea of really like celebrating your wins, not always looking forward. And this year, 2023, is the five-year anniversary of launching my book, This Is Home. And I have received uh, information from my publisher that that book has now sold over 100,000 copies, which is just incredible and still continues to blow my mind. It still continues to sell really strongly all around the world. In fact, it sells much better. All my books sell 10 times better overseas than they do in Australia. I don't know what that says, but anyway, um, maybe it's just a population thing and yeah, it's just really humbling. And just to think back that that was like a dream that I had in my heart for so long and I just was persistent and I just kept sticking with it and following it and pursuing it and eventually made it happen. And, um, I'm still kind of benefiting from that experience all these years later. It's also five years since I launched the styling masterclass 
And that has been, you know, completely transformed my life in terms of the way that I work and the way that I teach and learn and um, run my business and all of the things connect with people all around the world. It's amazing. And seven years since Imprint House. So, you know, there's me just celebrating my wins. Um, you know, like I said, I'm often forward focused looking. So it's good to kind of look back and kind of go, you know, wow, like that, you know, I should celebrate those achievements because I'm not very good at that um, yet. Uh, I keep saying that to my children. They have to add the word yet after any sentence. Okay. When they say that they can't do something. Number 14, step outside the bubble. So this was actually, I jumped ahead on the other one, but it was about this idea of loving travel and experiencing new spaces and staying in that mid-century home in Tasmania and getting to experience places sort of beyond where I live. And look, I mean, obviously going to see my dad was um, incredibly challenging, like, you know, the hardest thing I've ever had to do. But at the end of it, I had, um, I think I had like a day in London and I just went and went to Ottolenghi and I went to go and see, um, I think it's Soho House in London. They've opened a shop in um, like Notting Hill, somewhere around there. I went there and I love it. Like I just love that experience of travel and I, I really miss it. So I've got to get back to doing more travel. And number 15 is to invest in you. This past year, I worked with an agency and as part of working with that agency, I basically had a coach that I would meet with every fortnight and it was a really powerful experience. I learned so much and just to have, be able to have that person to bounce ideas off, to have that person who's got a wealth of experience and has got an insight into all these other businesses and how they run it was just incredibly valuable and it really was, um, you know, a really great lesson in the power of investing in yourself. Number 16 is that sometimes you also have to let go of certain projects and we have been developing some rugs for a long time. It's kind of been a slow burning project for Imprint House and uh, we basically had to say we're going to have to just put this on hold even though we were so close to having it happen because we just had to focus on getting headquarters finished for Imprint House. And we had to kind of go, what's the most important thing that we need to do right now? And it was finishing that project because it was costing us obviously, you know, every day and every week and every month that it wasn't open. So we, even though we had been developing some products and some lighting products that took a long time to develop as well, well over a year, probably about 18 months um, you know, we had to just put some things on hold and say, no, we need to just put all our energy and attention on HQ to get that open. Number 17 is to really just do what you love. I might have said, I don't know if I said this earlier, follow your bliss. So I did. So yeah, this was, I just had that experience of when I was then once the builders were, were out of HQ and then I was starting to set the space and style it up and merchandise it and just create it in the vision that I wanted, it was just such a good feeling. Like I'd had moments of really almost putting my head in the sand, if I'm being really honest with HQ at times, because I was feeling so frustrated about how long it was taking to do just to trades not being available or going on holiday or, you know, like just having to wait and wait and wait. And, um, and but then to have that sweet moment of styling up the space and kind of realizing, you know, 
yes, this is why I do it. Like this is, you know, seeing it come to light was just a really beautiful experience. And even since then, when I've re-merchandised the space or restyled the space and kind of taken photos and I just, I really, you know, I can't believe that I get to do this and call it work. Number 18 is to be patient. So as I sort of flagged in one of the other ones, which is that we had to hold off on the rugs and we did actually go ahead and finish launching our loom light collection for imprint house. Again, this is something we had, we had to engage a second ceramicist because the first one, it just ended up being a very lengthy process due to various reasons. Um, and yeah, it just, (laughs) it eventually happened and it's been really great. And the response has been great, but, um, I'm not naturally a very patient person yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was good to see it come to light. And sometimes you just have to be patient. Number 19 is a little bit of an echo of what I said earlier in the year, which was that community is everything. When we launched Imprint House, I always have this moment of panic that is anyone going to turn up? (laughs) And I really worry about that. And, um, you know, and so I invited all these different people and it was just such a great night. And I've just felt so kind of held by the community that I have up here that I've got surrounded by up here. And, um, yeah, it was just, it really is amazing. And I'm just never regret having moved to this area. I think it's so important where you choose where you live and, um, yeah, really, really grateful that we get to live up here. Um, number 20, this is about the power of podcasts. I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but it wasn't so long ago. It was probably about two months ago. And I was listening to a podcast, an interview with Marissa Franco, and she has written a book called Platonic, and it's about making friendships and and, and adulthood. And she talked about attachment theory. And I don't know if you've ever heard about attachment theory, but she was explaining the different attachment styles and she was explaining avoidant attachment. And honestly, I just, I couldn't believe it. When she was describing that, I was like, oh, I just thought that was me. I just thought that was the way that I was. And to hear that it's actually a personality type, it was kind of, it, it was just almost bewildering and, but also so comforting and freeing to know that like, oh, that explains it. And so just to kind of give you a very basic idea. So it's basically this idea that, you know, when we're children, we all, you know, we all need to feel safe and secure and loved and all of those things. And, um, that, um, we can develop different types of relationship with, with people. And so, an anxious avoidant person tends to have, um, you know, they need to be needed. And so they're the sort of person that always needs to kind of, um, I guess, have that validation. And an, an avoidant attachment is the sort of person that is, I don't need you. I can do this by myself and just always pulls away. And I just had that light bulb moment of, oh my gosh, that is me. I know lots of people are talking about being diagnosed with ADHD and I often kind of, cause I hear some of the symptoms. I'm like, yes, I get intense flow too. <laughs> but then there's other parts of it. I'm like, no, that's definitely not me. But 
And I'm sure that those people who have recognized themselves in that, it's kind of been like one of those light bulb moments. But for me to hear about avoidant attachment, wow, it was just mind blowing. So I'm really curious to explore more of that. And it just goes to show, and that's why I call this lesson the power of podcasts, because, you know, I, I really believe that we can continually learn and we're on this lifelong learning journey. And I love learning. I love learning about life, the way that we are. I love learning about how to improve and, and all of those things. I really, you know, what we've, I truly believe we've only got this one life to live and that, you know, I want it to make the best life that it can be. And, um, yeah, so that was really, really powerful for me. So there you go. The power of podcasts. You just don't know what you don't know. Sometimes number 21 is to open your heart to love. So I haven't shared this before anywhere because it, to be honest, it's been another one. Oh gosh, I'm going to start up again. It's been another one of those things that's been really, really hard. But some of you um, know that we, a couple of years ago, we got a dog, um, a beautiful Marama, Snowy. And um, we had her about two years and we, we had to rehome her. And it really was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. And yeah, it was really, really challenging. I mean, it, she was a dog for our daughter and we had um, issues with one of the neighbors who kept threatening to shoot her because she would sometimes run into his paddocks and um, chase her cows. But she never hurt the cows, but that's, that's the nature of the breed. And, and she was getting increasingly aggressive. We got a couple of dog trainers and they both said that we should rehome her. And it was stressful when we had other younger children around. And, and I was the one that I was doing so much to try and, you know, help her and train her. And I'd take her for walks every morning. And, um, and literally after we rehomed her, like every morning that I would go on my morning walk, I would just be in tears. And, um, yeah, it was really, really challenging. Anyway, uh, our daughter who loves dogs, I mean, ever since then, you know, she kept asking and asking and asking for another dog. And so, um, anyway, I think we kind of, I finally got to a place where I thought, I think we can do this again, but obviously did a lot of research about different breeds. And, um, recently we welcomed Vivi into our home and she's a very, very sweet little puppy doing a few accidents around the place. but. Um, I guess this, I, I labeled this lesson to open your heart to love because, you know, I think we can all ha experience heartbreak in different ways. And, um, you know, that we, I guess it goes back to that avoidant attachment style, you know, that we shouldn't close ourselves off, that we, there's so much to be gained when we open our heart to love. Okay. The next one is very different. <laughs> I'll hopefully regain my composure in a second. And this is number 22 and is, it is that your business struggles or survives or thrives on the back of your systems. So, um, shortly just before this, we, and I think it was around the time where we, or just after we, um, we opened HQ, we had two of our very key staff members go on holiday at the same time. And it just, it kind of happened, um, you know, by accident. And that is the correct word of by accident, by the way, everyone. <laughs> I just, as an English literature major, everyone keeps saying on accident. Things don't happen on accident. Anyway, um, I think I've got that right now. Now I'm getting all muddled headed. But anyway, um, and um, so 
yeah. So anyway, we had these two star- key staff members go away at the same time. And it was, it was at the time that we were also like launching renovation ready again. And it was, there was just all these things, like literally all these things. And then we had another staff member from imprint house away at the same time as well. And so it was like, just, it felt like, oh my gosh, everything is happening all at once. And it was really, really challenging. And we had some systems in place because we had had to put them in place when we had some, um, we've got a lot of people working remotely, but at the same time, it was also really highlighted where we had huge gaps. And so as you grow your business, for those of you who do have a business, you will face new challenges at different levels. And this has been a challenge for us this, this year, you know, is that your business starts to get more and more sophisticated, which is great because, you know, that helps you grow. But also if you don't have that kind of foundation there, you can face a lot of struggles. Number 23 is don't underestimate the power of connection, which I feel like I've said a couple of times, but it's just a lesson that keeps coming back to me. And I, you know, as, as an avoidant attachment person, um, I can have a tendency to, to just put my head down. I'm a really hard worker and I just kind of put the blinders on, you know, do the work and just want to get it done. And I have a tendency to not kind of always seek out that connection, but I'm conscious that I really need it. We all really need it. And so I reached out to a group of kind of, you know, some of them are friends, closer friends than others and um, women that I know who've got similar businesses to what I run in this area. And I sort of said, you know, I would love to kind of meet up once a month and we can share, you know, what's working in our business, some challenges, um, ask questions of each other. And that's been really beautiful and really enjoying it. It's only in, in its infancy, but um, I'm actually looking to do something with some other women who are more in that kind of product world and doing it remotely because um, the local one we meet in person. But I just think that connection is so important. And, you know, and that's why I've created that community within Design and Grow. And I'm actually just myself as well, really looking forward to connecting with other business owners as well within that space. And number 24 is this idea. And this is one that I've learned over and over again. I mentioned earlier that, you know, five years ago, I started the styling masterclass. And that was after I read a book by Paul Arden that, um, it's not how good you, uh, are. I'm going to really butcher that anyway, by Paul Arden. I've referenced it many times before, not how good you think you are. It's how good you should be or something like that. Anyway, he says, give everything away for free and more will come back to you. And, um, so this idea, so I've got to look this book up because it's going to annoy me. Uh, it's not how good you are. It's how good you want to be. That's right. Um, it's quite an old book, but it's, it's very, very simple, like super simple. It's like, you know, big text font, but it's just, he worked, um, at Saatchi and Saatchi for many years in the advertising world and, um, just relates a lot to kind of the creative process. That's why I get a lot of value. And anyway, so that's what I did with the Stalin Masterclass. I thought, you know, okay, I felt a real resistance with it to give away everything that I knew that I'd learned as working as an interior stylist. And I did that. And like, honestly, that has just come back to me over and over again. And likewise, recently I ran uh, Design and Grow as a free four-week course. 
And honestly, during that experience, I had moments of, is this crazy? Is this crazy to be giving away just so much valuable content? And I've had so many people who have said that that course was life-changing and, you know, it was completely free for four weeks. And then I thought, you know, reading through people's answers and learning about where they were on their journey and knowing the the benefit that I had had of having a coach and really having that community thought, you know, it's one thing to, to learn this stuff, but to implement it, you really need to have that accountability and that community around you. And also there's just other ways that you can go so much deeper and the, you know, and I just, honestly, I didn't know how, how it would go. And the response has been amazing. And honestly, I just, I, it was like that huge validation of, yes, look, it just goes to show that this idea really does hold true. Now I've seen it in two incredibly powerful examples and, um, yeah, which has been a very lovely way to end the year on such a high note. So anyway, there are my 23 lessons from 2023. Number one, the importance of rest. Number two, never assume, especially when it comes to renovating and dealing with trades and supplies. Number three, don't sweat the little things. Um, in the grand scheme, most of it you won't remember. Number four, don't wait. That was in relation to my dad, my dear dad, who I love so much still. And, um, and number five, stuff doesn't matter. You, you know, you lug it around from home to home, from country to country, and it just doesn't matter. Just get rid of it. Number six, don't rely on Instagram. Number eight, leverage what you know that was in relation to renovation ready. Number nine, it's never been easier to source beautiful objects for your home. It's kind of a long one and a short one at the same time. Number 10, connecting with community feels good. So if you, you know, are still not got into connecting with people post COVID, I really encourage you to do so. Number 11, follow your bliss. Number 12, make memories. And this was relation to our trip to Tasmania. Number 13, celebrate your wins, which was in relation to five years since launching This Is Home and the Styling Masterclass um, and seven years for Imprint House. Number 14, step outside the bubble, experience new places, travel, you know, just get outside of the bubble of your life, particularly up here. It really is such a bubble. It's a beautiful bubble, but, you know, I think it is important to connect with what's happening in the real world sometimes. We went to Sydney as well and had that experience. Number 15, invest in yourself. That was my um, amazing experience of working with a coach um, for most of the year. Number 16, sometimes you have to let go to move forward with bigger things. And that was uh, putting our rugs collection on hold to get um, and launch HQ. Number 17, to do what you love. And that related to just finding that moment of bliss. Again, kind of the follow your bliss idea of when I was setting up HQ. Number 18, be patient. That was in relation to the loom lights for Imprint House. Number 19, community is everything. And that was in relation to the launch of um, HQ and having all the people who turned up and feeling like I had a very heart, a full heart that day and night. Number 20, the power of podcasts and just learning about myself in a really powerful way. Number 21, uh, open your heart to love and, you know, you can have your heart broken, but, you know, sometimes we just got to pick ourselves up and, um, and be open to receiving love again and giving love. 
Number 22, your business struggles or survives and thrives on the back of your systems. Number 23, don't underestimate the power of connection. And that was when I set up a local, um, I'm kind of, it's kind of like a mastermind. I, I don't love the word mastermind, but, um, with some local business owners and friends, number 24, give everything away for free and more will come back to you. And that theory has proven itself again. I hope you found this helpful. It's been a mix of personal business, family, everything in between. Um, but I do find it was actually really lovely to reflect on the year. You know, there's been some massive, massive challenges um, and, you know, some really beautiful moments as well. And, um, you know, we, we never know what, what the next day is going to bring. And I always think that, you know, we've just got to make the most of every day, make the most of this life, this beautiful life that we've all so fortunate to have. And, you know, so many of us, we're so fortunate in so many ways. Um, so I'm just going to take this gratitude and, and try and hold it to my heart for a little bit longer. And, um, I really appreciate you as well. I'm really, really grateful to you for listening to this podcast, for your beautiful comments and reviews and for sharing it with other people. Um, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a one-way conversation sometimes, but, um, but I do hear your comments and your feedback and I, I do really appreciate it. And, you know, going into a new year, would love to hear from you. Would love to hear from you about what you would like to hear more of, um, which have been your favorite episodes. Um, you know, please share. It's, it really does help to, to have that feedback from you. And, you know, I just, I, you know, in many ways I create this for the person that I once was because, you know, I knew so little, it's been such a huge journey, all of this. And, um, I know so many of you, you know, out there really appreciate, you know, me sharing these lessons. And, you know, sometimes I think, is it like, is it worthwhile sharing these? Like, do, do people already know this or not? But, you know, when I look back and I think, well, actually, where was I five years ago? Where was I 10 years ago? And, um, I think, you know, like I said, the power of podcasts, like I've certainly learned so much from listening to other people's podcasts. And I hope that this one has been that for you. So thank you so much. I hope that this coming year is going to be your best year yet. And I hope that we can do it side by side. All right. Have a beautiful and happy new year. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton, and you've been listening to Imprint. Imprint.